Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh my god, what did you do with Wes? Sorry, that's not Wes, uh, he's, uh, he, he's, he's gone somewhere. He, he's gonna be back. He's gonna be back. Okay. Miles, uh, did, did you, uh, since you're here instead of Wes, um, not, not, you're actually way closer to me than you've, you've ever been, which is... Well, this is, this is, this is why this has happened, because of the time difference. I yeah. thought Friday was today. <laughs> is it, is it the not? United States has a two-day time difference. <laughs> time zones yeah. are way crazier than I thought they were. Um, no. Okay. Miles, do you, do you, so all day I've been fucking just dragging, because I had to get up early today, and so like, you know, and, and I know that you've been uh, dragging yourself um, with allergies and everything. Um, is, yep. When you get to do something like this, is there like a particular song that you just blast to get yourself pumped up motivated ready to go like and it just changes your entire attitude and, and mindset that's a really good question and you've really put me on the spot with that um i mean i i have an edm joy playlist with a lot of feel good tunes that are just like anthems um good lyrics and yeah it'll pump me up we're doing that nice uh, what about you I, I certainly have a selection that's for sure uh, and it depends what i'm in the mood for but um today it was uh saves the day Bye bye baby, and it's like the po- it's the poppiest song I think they've ever written, and it's just fucking great. I love the band anyway, and for that I just feel like they 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 wrote a pump Brian up song just for me. That's awesome. Yeah, no, the song I was listening to today is called Open Heart by Mazar, Keepsake, and Leo Colette, who are a part of Monster Cat, and it's just the lyrics are so good, and it's just it's feel good song. I'm gonna I check like that it. out after the show because I may, maybe I'll use that for Friday show. With Wes. <laughs> With Wes. Awesome. With Wes. All right, man. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Breaking news. All sorts of great stuff. Guys, buckle your seatbelt. Order your pizza. Grab your mm-hmm. beer. Let's start the show. Let's do this. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday to Wise Wednesday in Wise Day. Wise Day. Wise Day. This is why we don't let Wes host Fridays, because there's no good fucking <laughs> wordplay for it. My name is Brian Popnishian, right here, PSVR Without Parole. And the gentleman over here to my right, your left. Nope, the other way around. I'm actually... Dude, I'm the other side of you now. I would normally do that because you're that side of the ocean. Oh, because... But, oh, actually, I do it because you're screen, but now you're... I, I'm actually to your left on the yeah. map. <laughs> <laughs> right right because that that's how that's how directions work i i yeah. uh, you're uh, you're constantly to the right of me miles when you're in the uk and now that yeah. you're in the states you're over to my left all the time no I'm matter which way i'm facing right that's how yeah. that's how nautical signs work and i get to actually understand what central time is because i think that's what i'm on right in alabama central yes. time you're in central time um Yep. So yeah, growing up, growing up, whenever we'd see commercials for television shows, it would always say "Alf season premiere tonight," uh, like central, nine what? nine Seven. nine eight central. It wouldn't even say right. like nine eastern. It would say nine eight central. It's just because like nine. Why does was... it say? Why does it say nine eight central? What's the two numbers? Nine because our time, but eight central. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so nine is the time where you are, and then eight is okay. They don't right. have to say. I, I Nine, your yeah. So, so my, it, people who live in Central Time must feel like second-class citizens because if they're saying right. Central Time, then it must be airing in Central Time. So they're like, "Oh, it's airing at nine. No, eight Central. Like what? No, 
Do you reckon that in Central it goes airing at nine, nine Central? <laughs> Just, they double it up. <laughs> it's amazing. It's it's confusing, and, I, and and that's how I learn time zones. That's amazing. But yes, hello from Alabama. I'm having the most amazing time seeing a friend over here, and uh, I, I do miss my VR, but. Um, you know, there's gonna be plenty of games to play once I get back. Like this is like the calm before the storm, because my goodness, October, man. Remember, uh, I gotta say, your VR is probably missing you as well. Uh, remember the remember the game that you were having fun with before you left, and we're yes. like, Brian, I can't wait to hear your opinion about this game. And I said, yes. Yeah, whatever. And then I played it, and I haven't played anything else for the last two days. Really, I've got sunk like six hours into it. Oh my god, that makes me so happy. Because you know me, I'm always really anxious when I recommend stuff, because I'm like, this is my taste, and there's a lot of stuff that I like that's questionable, but I'm really happy to hear that. Oh, I've Um, I've seen your Google search history. I know that your (laughs) tastes are definitely questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Enough of that. We don't have to talk talk about EDM. Uh, Okay, we got Virtual Slayer Cat in the chat with the Canadian $100 tip. Man, it's starting off with a bang, dude. Bang. Thank you very much. Bang, bang. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, he says, not much time to watch live lately. Uh, just from the shadows, keep up the good work. We do our best, man. We do our best because we know that you're watching from the shadows and we're fucking scared of you. <laughs> um, and just to let you know, Brian, there's a bit of notes. I've just sent you a Bloomberg link for the story. They've just published one. So when oh, we get no to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> man, okay, listen. Uh, that's crazy. Before before I is really crazy. before I try to figure that out, I'm gonna to try to figure that out ASAP. Uh, let's let's read Professor Lilith's tip because I think we're gonna be able to talk about this for a second and give my give me a second yep. to maybe sign up for Bloomberg. Uh, Professor Lilith to the five dollar tip uh, says the two p.m. Eastern Sunday multiplayer survey is now posted. For once, none of them are first person shooters. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, choose Zenith, Altair Breaker, Synth Riders, or Demio. You get four choices Ragnarok. this week, you guys. It's crazy. Um, you guys don't know how this works every Sunday. We get together as a big group, awesome community, and play some underappreciated PSVR games. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got I got two texts, one from AJ and one from Rypop, our moderator, saying, hey, yeah. Jim Ryan. And so we're going to talk about Jim Ryan in just a second. Yeah. Um, don't worry, you guys, we're on top of it. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, make sure that if you if you if you have multiplayer games just burning a hole in your collection, uh, and, you, and you and you don't have anyone to play with, go sign up for our Discord. Links in the description below, and go vote on what game you want to play this Sunday, and then you get to go and play with everybody. Uh, but join the it's Discord. Amazing. That's what you got to do. Yeah, if there's ever a game that you just feel like, does anyone actually play this? Or you know, it's an incredibly supportive community. Um, people are always happy to help, letting you know what it is, and you're always going to have servers and people to play with. So definitely join the Discord, get involved. It's always a good time, and uh, I'll be back for that. So I might might see you there. Um, t- which so I- which game of these would you like to win? And tell me why. Because I'm going to I'm gonna have to ask you what they were again. There was Zenith. Oh wait, let me have a look at. Professor Lewis tip. It was uh, Zenith. It was um, uh, wait. Here we go. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, 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 here we go. Uh, so it was Zenith, Altair Breaker, Synth Riders, or Demio. Man, I actually still haven't played Altair Breaker, and I've been meaning to. So um, that that would be a good one uh, for me. Um, I, I hear Altair Breaker is a good time when you play it co-op. So there's that. But look, Synth Riders. Synth Riders is a lot of fun and multiplayer. I think it's the more the most accessible of the lot. Because Zenith, 
when you join everyone's at different stages doesn't mean you can't break away into your different groups um altair breaker i believe is just two player co-op is it it's just uh, you and one other person brian i want to say three three or four okay. i can't remember i think it might have been four um and it was and it was fun it was really fun there just wasn't enough content to really recommend the purchase but it was fun while it lasted right yeah. okay that's cool but yeah simfroid is i mean dimio again but dimio is a big investment um you're looking at you know if you're playing with three other players it can be an hour a dungeon and there's three dungeons in total for a level um so that's a long one so uh, for me it'd be simfriders it's it's um, a good way to kill an afternoon though isn't it dimio it is yeah. oh, that is true that is true all right, uh, we got Joey VR with the level one membership in the chat saying the Foglands developers are in the chat. What is up, Foglands developers? We're definitely looking forward to your game. Uh, the more we read about it, the more we're interested in it, and uh, hopefully, it's still coming this year. It's looking, it's looking great, guys. Keep up the good work. Miles, breaking news! Breaking news! Dee -dee 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 -dee. It's crazy, dude. Uh, it's 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 sort of funny that this is happening, uh, but. Uh, literally right before the show began, we got news from Bloomberg, uh, Jason Schreier over there saying that PlayStation boss Jim Ryan is retiring from Sony in March. The original tweet said he's stepping down. Um, I think retirement just kind of sounds better, doesn't it, Miles? It's mm, like, yeah, doesn't sound like it's so forced. Especially after, you've, especially after you've lost a massive lawsuit against Xbox. <laughs> yeah, right. What have you done? Um, and so let's see. Am I going to be able to... Before before we start like diving into this, am I gonna be able to scroll? No, no, okay. I'm just gonna leave the headline up here, and then I just signed up for Bloomberg so I could read it to you guys, and we can get all the details. Right. Uh, this is as much as the article is. Uh, the, this is gonna let us see. Um, nice. So let's see here. Uh, the article reads. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan is retiring from Sony in March. This is Jim uh, Jason Schreier, September 27, 2023, uh, 5.57 p.m. They literally waited until three minutes before the show just to give us something to talk about. Jim Ryan, president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, is stepping down after almost 30 years with the company. The longtime boss of Sony's lucrative PlayStation unit will retire in March 2024, the company said in an email to staff Wednesday that was reviewed by Bloomberg. He was appointed to his role in February 2019. Uh, Hiroki Totoki, president, COO, and CFO of Sony Group Corporation, will be interim CEO of the game's business as the company searches for a successor. I will be leaving. This is a quote from Jim Ryan. I will be. I will leave having been privileged to have a job that I love in a very special company, working with great people. Ryan said in the email. Uh, short and sweet. Uh, do, do My you... first thought is a is a pretty trivial thought, and it's the idea that. Yeah, you don't you don't retire from CEO and then stay in Sony. Like once you're at CEO, the only way you can leave that position is leaving the company. I mean, I mean, or is is, is that not true? I mean, I think there are probably people in senior positions that have had more like ambassador roles and stuff like that. But like, obviously, from this, it sounds like no, he's he's done with Sony. He's done with Sony. Well, he's retiring. I, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know how old he is, but um, you know, maybe maybe he's got a great retirement package, and also true. maybe. I think the cynic in me, and I think a lot of people in the chat would probably agree, because this has sort of been the narrative about Sony for so long, or the place, or about PlayStation for the last few years now. Um, Jim Ryan hasn't been the spokesperson for PlayStation that we want him to be. He hasn't been out in the forefront. He doesn't seem he doesn't seem to have like a huge interest in. I, I don't want to say games because that that's not what I'm trying to say, but. It was a radical departure from 
PlayStation of the past. PlayStation seems like a very different company since he took over the reins. And, and I've, we, oh, thank you, Tatum in the chat. Jim Ryan is seventy six years old, so it's probably time for retirement. But but also I think it's he time for well. time for a change as well. Um, he I think he wanted to retire on top, took the took the role, and I, and I think most people would would agree that the role didn't suit him. He didn't he didn't seem to be the charismatic guy that we want to be leading all of these uh, PlayStation state of plays and showcases and out there on stage and enthusiastic enthusiastic about video games. My hope is that this is like sort of their chance to right the ship. Uh, a lot, a lot of people have been blaming Jim Ryan for the sort of the path that Sony's been going down lately. And so, yeah. if they find somebody who's a little bit more, I, I don't want to say suitable, but but at least a lot more traditional in the sense of what we know PlayStation Two stand for up until Jim Ryan's takeover. Yes, I I think a lot of people would be much happier. And so, Brian, you've actually got another announcement to make, haven't you? Guys, you're leaving without parole. Leaving without parole. Uh, the yes. email came through today. They said, we're really sorry, but we know that you're the only person who can run Sony properly. And I said, that's perfect. <laughs> like, our first mission is that we're shutting down the flat screen games department, <laughs> and we're going to focus only on VR. Yeah. Yep. You're welcome, yeah. everybody. You're welcome. Fuck you, Ghost of Tsushima. Awesome. Congrats, yeah, Brian. But also, um, Ghost of Tsushima VR, you guys. It's going to be awesome. That'll be sick. Sirens um, on my end. Although not much okay. longer, because I'll be living in a mansion soon enough. There we go. That's what we like to hear. Is, um, this a, is this a cynical look, Miles? Is this a cynical look at, at Jim Ryan's departure? Or do you think this is much more innocent than that? Do you feel as though this is just like a natural transition? And he was like, oh, man, I'm going to retire in a few years anyway. I might as well retire going out on top, right. get the best benefit package when I retire, you know, like uh, probably, you know, have pension for the rest of his life type thing, uh, rather than maybe like a, you know, smaller pension uh sure. if he had not taken the job or or do you think that there is something a little bit more nefarious behind the scenes here and somebody at sony's like this has to change now yeah i i mean to be honest although i've been a critic of jim ryan in many ways i don't think it is that i mean i think it might have come into play but you've also got to realize that the cycle of a ceo isn't actually from one console to the next it's halfway to the next halfway because you you don't want to leave at launch you want to have that continuity of mindset leading up to you know the marketing the development of the product the shipping and you know for all the criticisms we have the point is what sony has managed to achieve with a pandemic with the supply issues um they really knocked out the park and they've done really great with it um, and there have been challenges, but you know, I've always also thought it, it would be nice if we had someone that was much more charismatic, um, especially when the comparisons are always made with Phil Spencer from Xbox. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, um, so, so the big question that comes away from this article for me, and by the way, I'm not saying the question that asked was an important one. It's definitely an important one, but for me, it's like the biggest question is, and it's what you touched upon already, who, who replaces, you know, who's next? um because who was the beloved sony i don't know if it was the head of playstation before who stepped down um wasn't it the role was split between two people uh, don't don't uh, don't ask me to say names because I'm, I'm terrible with this kind of stuff uh when it comes to like uh the playstation ceo and the in the sony ceo oh, and the president sure, of... was it sean laden sean laden wasn't it 
I mean, he he Sean was Layden. he was definitely an employee of Sony <laughs> at one point. What he did, uh, the chat's going to crucify me for this. I'm, gonna, but I'm I, looking it up now. He yeah. he was the um, he was the chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios, and he's previously served as the president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment America, Wonderful. executive vice president and COO of Sony Network Entertainment International. Um, you know, he is someone that is beloved. Um, he's obviously been quite outspoken since then, which makes me think once Jim Ryan leaves, what are we going to find out? Um, because there will be questions asked of what was it like? You, you've now not got the Sony hat on and, you know, there is professionalism that comes with it. He's not going to just start throwing people under the bus. Right. But he will be in a position where he can talk more candidly because whether you like it or not, when you are the head of a corporation as big as Sony, as much as you, it's why I couldn't do the job, you get given notes and and to be honest phil spencer is very good at navigating it in a way that is very candid and it's something you want to do but the reality is you can have all sorts of opinions but you are there as a messenger you have a department that briefs you like politicians and says these are the key takeaways these are the key points that we want the media to take so in the following five interviews we've got you booked for all you need to do is keep bringing back to these three points and you know, I have a lot of empathy and sympathy for it, whilst also being like, you get paid a shit ton. Um, you know, that, that that's why you get paid the role. So it, it will be interesting to see the two things afterwards. Jim Ryan's thoughts of what it was like. He he did that video in the lead up to PS5 or not long after where he was interviewed about his gaming experiences because they were trying to, I don't want to say humanize, but they wanted to sort of show his his personality. And yeah, it was, yeah, it this, was fine. This sounds familiar. What, what did he say? Uh, Pong was, no, I forget. What did he say? I, yeah, I can't remember what he said. And that's the that's the that's the thing about it. Do you remember that interview? I know I remember he did it. Um, yeah, completely unmemorable. It just washed over me. And like I think a... you nailed it. They were trying to humanize him, uh, and yes, so people would stop shitting on him. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah, uh... and that's just the world that we live in now. We talk about it in our politics, like you know, not to bring politics too much in it, but people talk about Donald Trump, for example. The point is, whether you like him or not, not he's good on camera. Him. He's char- he's I don't he's charismatic. Politics. I don't think I know the right, right. Is. Yeah, but you know politicians that do well you can have all the best ideas you want but if you can't communicate them um there's that so you know jim ryan has definitely achieved a lot but if you're a ceo in this day and age especially when there's all these acquisitions there's all this um battling between different you know the xbox and playstation you know i feel like we're moving towards pretty hostile territory in terms of the console wars um and so you need someone that's going to be willing to you know have that and talk or whatever you, you say over there, over here. Well, I will say <clears throat> um, that my uh, my ears and eyes lit up a little bit uh, to find out uh, about what was his name, the the temporary CEO, uh, Hiroki Totoki. I don't, I don't, Hiroki. Man, I wish I could pronounce things better. Uh, but he, he he's uh, he's president, CEO, and CFO of Sony Group Corp. Uh, just he, just seeing a Japanese name period um, makes me really happy about this because uh, he you know even though he's going to be the temporary CEO uh, there there there's definitely I, I don't know how credible uh, this is uh, but I've definitely heard the theory floated to me before that Sony Japan loves VR and Sony USA right. does not care about VR and so I definitely want somebody uh, you know that that's uh, of, I mean, somebody of Japanese descent fucking would be awesome. Like somebody of from that from that division of the company would be. Uh, I, I would feel more hopeful at least. Uh, and so you know, I, I don't I don't know if this is like 
you know, I don't know how long the temporary uh, role will be. I don't know how long it's going to take. How long does it take to find a new CEO? That's going to be a long process. You got to interview tons of people internally first, uh, and and I don't think you ever bring anyone out from the outside to be a CEO, right? That would be right. ridiculous. Um, but I don't know. Like I I, I actually the changing of the guards is always interesting. And I hope this turns out for the best because sometimes you don't know how good you have it until it's gone until it's gone. And I hate, yeah. I hate the thought that possibly miles will be looking back at this day and going, man, we shouldn't have complained so much about Jim Ryan. <laughs> like, cause yeah, it's just Jim gotten Ryan even worse. PSVR two. Yeah. He was a champion for PSVR two. <laughs> yeah. By comparison. And whoever's next closes it down. Yeah. Then we're, we're actually going to stop supporting PSVR yeah. two. No interest in VR. We're closing the doors. So yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, interesting way to start the show. Breaking news and uh, our best to Jim Ryan. Uh, I ho hope he has a great retirement. I think, I think you'll have to. Yeah. And 76, you deserve it, dude. Oh man. Sure. Um <clears throat> I'm gonna make sure we don't miss any tips here. Oh yeah, no, we actually do. Uh we got Nihilist Ryan, the game feline. Man, my voice keeps cracking when I do that. I think I'm losing <laughs> pieces of my vocal cord as I get older. Uh fingers crossed, five dollar tip, fingers crossed they go without a CEO for a year and spend the savings on AAA VR ports. They're like we don't know what to do. Like just keep throwing money on it. They, they did it three times for the first year. Let's do it three times next year. Jim Ryan's actually leaving to in his retirement work on a new AAA PSVR two game. Right. Called the Life of Jim Ryan. Is that a Monty Python movie? It's, 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 it's I don't know. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a rogue light. You go into his office every day, and yeah, you look at documents. It's good. And all right, dude. <clears throat> Hopefully, everyone's doing well out there. This is a interesting way to start the day. Uh, also, just uh, yeah. it, it, everything feels off, Miles. It's Wednesday and you're here. And also, you're in the States. Like, this couldn't be any weirder unless I was, you know, uh, filming from the hallway. I, I don't really know. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. Uh, it feels like I've been in a parallel universe all this week, having the best time. And uh, yeah, man, I want to move to the States. I really do. I'd say you could stay with me, but that's absolutely not happening. But I would love for you to be here. That'd be great. Oh, cool. Well, there's the game cap meetup in March. March. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't say what I was going to say. <laughs> but hopefully, you'll be there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you're all going to be there. Uh, it's going to be yes. at PAX East, guys. As soon as tickets go on sale to PAX East, let's uh, let's make this shit happen. Uh, some of us already have hotel rooms. Some of us already have. A lot of people are waiting to make sure that PAX East is actually the dates that we assume it's going to be which right. is fair uh but yeah will tickets go go and sell this side of christmas or would it happen after christmas do you I, think i like believe it's this year? side uh i i think okay. I, it should be soon uh they should be announcing dates soon and then they should be going the tickets should be going on sale soon after um and then tickets tickets actually sell out fairly fast especially the four-day passes um which right. i'll be which i'll be picking up uh just because like i don't really know exactly what's happening and then of course we're going to try to do a games cast live live from there with Whichever of my co-hosts show up. Bet. Yep. And so uh, that'll that'll be an expensive <laughs> panel room rental. I have no idea what they go for, but it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Uh, Miles, were you were you a Paper Beast fan? Did you play Paper Beast on PSVR one? I was very late to the game with Paper Beast, but I had a good time with it. I didn't complete it. Um, and when I heard it was coming to PSVR two, I was 
genuinely excited. I, I can't wait to play it again, complete it. I think just having better tracking, um, the water physics uh, in it, I thought was one of the most amazing things in that game. Yeah. Uh, the way you created gullies and you know the water flows. So to have that in PSVR too. And, you know, I don't really want to sort of spoil stuff, but like the hot air balloon stuff. And there's just a lot of mechanics that happen. Um, I'm just looking forward to experiencing it again. And especially with the blacks of the uh, the OLED screen, because there are some dark areas. And, um, yeah, I haven't actually looked into any of the details uh, they've they've released about um, this remake. So uh, I'm hoping that you can enlighten me uh, a bit on what we can expect. Is it just a... High resolution, just haptic editions. It's the same game, I'm guessing, exactly. Well, Miles, let me tell you all about it because I spent uh, a good amount of time playing it before the show. Um, I got through the first couple scenes just to kind of check it out. And uh, it now features full locomotion. It's just as bizarre as ever. Starts Amazing. off with a, you know, a silly dance sequence, flashing lights. You're oh, like, yeah. What in the hell is this? And then, uh, and then, yeah, you get into some really cool moments uh, very quickly. Um, it does not seem to be maxing out the resolution uh, on the headset. It, it's you know it's just got some jaggies in the background. It would have been nice to see it at the full 4K. It would have been really nice to see that. Uh, very distracting are the pixelated uh, ground deformations. Anytime anything walks over uh. the sand and even creates a little paw prints or 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 big trenches. It's all very pixelated because of the shadows that it's creating and the shadows are terrible, except for actual right. shadows that have nothing to do with the ground. So like you look down and everything looks really pixelated and gross. And then you look out and everything's like kind of beautiful. You're like, ah, oh, this is right. But yeah, so it's not it's not running at 4K. It is um they said they improved the textures, but as Orsique funnily said, uh it was in in voice chat before the show, he said, but there aren't any textures in this game. So, right. <laughs> so enhanced textures, woohoo. Uh, this is everything's <laughs> flat shaded polygons for the most part. Um, so it looks nice, but I think mostly it, it, it will be like you remember it looking on PSVR one. It's not a massive improvement um, yeah. other than the full locomotion, which I do feel like adds to the immersion. That was a big complaint for me in the first one. Yeah. And walking Great. around Same. full locomotion, I was like, this it feels like I'm here instead of just looking through, you know, popping through slideshows. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to experiencing it, but cautiously interested now. <laughs> um, somebody, somebody had mentioned Murrah. Um, oh, it was actually, it's Rody. What's up, Rody in the chat? Rody, the game cat army general says, I hate to say this, but the Murrah, is horrible in the dark areas worst i've seen uh, i'm not somebody who's susceptible to murrah i'm really not i really think that it's uh it, for the idea the idea here is that it's people say that it varies from headset to headset and apparently that's true i've now had three headsets and it's never really been an issue uh i do have to say though i agree with roadings that when you get into the dark areas the really dark areas it's strange. It almost seems like there's something on your lenses. You're like, what are you like right. almost seeing through some black patches occasionally? Uh, and so I was a little surprised to see that because, you know, until you get into the darkest of the dark caves, it was fine for me. Even the regular cave was fine when it was dark. Right. When you get into the dark, dark areas, you're like, oh, what's on my lenses? Like, it's almost like you want to yeah. wipe it off. Uh, so uh, 100% do see that and agree with you, Rody, for sure. Um, somebody was asking where you get your hoodie miles end dreams uh were very kind uh when i went to their studio um and uh yeah they gave us a little goodie bag and uh i i, I was saying to g 
Jimmy, former community manager. They need to have a, a store. Like they, they should sell these. These would sell great, but there's a lot of good things you can do, but then you've got to have warehouse space and things like that. But I just love the colour on the inside of the hood. I think the logo looks great. Hoodies always feel great when you first get them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish Endreams did sell did sell them on a store. Um, I know they've done some giveaways. Um, Nick in the chat was uh, the winner of their speed run competition. So uh, well done to him. And he uh, he won one of them. And he I think he got it today, he said. And uh, he's, he's like, yeah, super comfy. So. The, in in the lighting and in, in our cameras and 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 you this it's not doing it justice because that that purplish pink color really really pops um in it real life pop. they they sent me yeah. a care package too and I was like Ooh, this looks nice I can't wait to bust it out in October so it's coming soon right yeah oh, awesome very nice um so I, it was a TGK two in the chat uh wanted to kind of a final synopsis here on Paper Beast having spent all of fifteen minutes with the game uh, I think it's a five dollar upgrade fee. To be able to play it on PSVR 2, I think is worth $5. Uh, it's not a game I loved to begin with. And I really did like the intro sequence and then kind of fell off the more further into the game I got. I was like, yeah, I like it. Because the, the thing is, I really like Eric Chahi's work. Eric, you know, I, when I was growing up, Another World or Out of This World, depending on where you live, was just one of my favorite games. And I, and I loved trying it over and over and over again. And it felt like a world that really felt lived in and the, and the characters seemed like they belonged there. And this is very much, I, I think if you go in, especially with the full locomotion, I went in, I was like, huh, why didn't I like this that much before? And because I've seen the characters, and I was like, they really do feel like they fit here. This, this world makes sense to me. And by the end of the time I was playing, I was like, I started getting stuck on a puzzle and I was just sort of like looking around and I was like, I don't know, I'm losing interest by the second here. <laughs> like, so right. if you haven't played it, it's, it's, it's like a six and a half out of 10 for me. Uh, the full locomotion mm. adds a little bit. The, the smooth turning is bad. The smooth, oh, really? It's got this, it, it, it's, it, it decelerates before it stops. So instead of just like uh, turning and stopping and turning and stopping as fast as you want it to, you can control the speed, but no matter what, you don't have control over the fact that when you stop moving the analog stick, it goes whoop. Like it's still like this extra little turn. And I'm really, I've got some decent VR legs and not a lot makes me sick, but I was playing. Right. And by the end, I was like feeling my, my head felt all swimmy and I was like, maybe wow. I should just turn in real life because this isn't working for me. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, shame. Uh, not sure, Brian, though, with the $20 tip. Thank you very much, sir. It says, happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday, Brian. I'm not going to sing it, don't worry. Well, then we can't continue the show. No, no, happy no. I was kidding. I was kidding. To you. I, I knew I shouldn't have joked about happy this. Happy birthday to <clears throat> you. Happy birthday, dear Brian. Happy birthday. To you, everybody, happy birthday. Okay, okay, for real. <laughs> uh, Sick Ranch has in the chat says, uh, Murray's result of poor color and brightness consistency from one pixel to the next has nothing to do with be being susceptible to it or not. Um, I, I don't think that's 100% true. I mean, no, I mean, your definition of it is 100% true, my friend, but uh, but there, I think there are points in games when people say the murder in this game is so bad and i play it i'm like what are you talking about and 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 then you know here we are it's like so my, my headset definitely uh, has you know has issues with murder just like yours and everybody else's um but 
but in brighter areas, I won't notice it at all. While some people say, oh my God, I can't play this. The Mars is terrible. And so that's what I mean by being susceptible to it. It might be there. It's a, it might always be there, but like people's eyes are different and, and focus on different things. Just like some people see reprojection and some people don't. It's like that, that, that stuff being there is always there, but some people notice it or, or don't. And so you're right. It's there just like reprojections there, but some people don't mm -hmm. see it like me. Right. Until you get into a crazy dark area. Uh, yeah. Fifth. Fifth? F-I-T-H? Okay. With the Australian $2 tip says, who's the next Sony CEO? Brian, <laughs> Miles, AJ, or Wes? Listen, I think AJ is the only one who wants the job. And, and I want him to have it. Just so we can <laughs> just so we can say, AJ, you're AJing the fuck out of this for the next five years. That'll be amazing. Yeah. We'll blame everything yeah. on AJ. It'll be hilarious. Do you want the job, Miles? Uh-uh. No. It, I mean, it'd be the shortest commute for me, because uh, although I think they do have offices now in Manchester, but at, currently I think uh, Jim Ryan's about a 40-minute train journey for me. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go in next week and see what it is. I'll give him my CV. Uh, resume, as you say. Sorry. If, I could, if I could do it remotely. I'm, yeah. I, I just don't leave this chair. Like, have you guys ever seen me outside of this chair? No, there's a reason. Because this is, I, I, I live and die in this chair. That's it. That's yeah, true. there we go. All right. We'll clip that. Everyone send it to Sony. That's right. his uh, application. Uh, Miles, with Paper Beast coming out, I believe, today, was it? Jeez, I can't even keep up. Uh, and then we have like uh, Pixar 1995 and Waltz of the Wizard. The, it, kind of this mini flood, mini avalanche. It's three games. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Uh, they're all they're all coming to PSVR one next week. What's in, what's the next third party PSVR one game that you want brought over, and what enhancements do you want it to have? Um, the, my answer is going to be so boring because uh, I think it's predictable. But oh, I just go on about this again and again, which is Robinson the Journey, dude. Nice. Robinson the Journey. Uh, I would love to experience that on PSVR two. In terms of enhancements, I think the number one feature request is it's playable on PS five. I think that'd be a really good, <laughs> be a really good feature. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean that game was beautiful. Um, I'm trying to think though, in terms of the locomotion, was there smooth turning in it? There, there was some limitation in the locomotion, wasn't there? That they. It, oh it, man, what was it, it? Was, it was that there was no move support, and it looked like in your character was carrying move controllers in his oh, hands, and right. so and so yeah. when you're climbing, you're just moving your hand with your head using head tracking. That was it. Yeah, and so give, okay, having two go, hands then. in the game would oh. be a massive improvement. There we go. Yeah, that was it. I was like, yeah, there, were, there was some limitation. I forgot it was dual sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, having your own pet dinosaur mm -hmm. and uh, some of the scenes towards the end uh, when you're doing a lot of climbing through these massive environments. I won't go into specifics. And then you come across a few enemy types that um, definitely uh, put the creeps in me. Um, yeah, I, I think it's I think it'd be an awesome one. What about you, Brian? Well, you know, mine, mine kind of pales in comparison to yours uh, now, that, <laughs> now that you've said it, because I think Robinson is a great choice. The, the biggest complaint I think most people lodged against Robinson was that it made people sick. There was a lot of motion sickness, right. uh, especially on the OG PS4. On the Pro, the graphical upgrade on the Pro was stunning, and it looked great, almost like a almost like a PSVR 2 game, almost, not quite, but almost. And uh, but, mm. but yeah, on PS4 OG, it made a lot of people sick. I think either people were get, still acclimating to full locomotion or they were um, 
uh, or or it just wasn't running at a high enough frame rate to keep them from getting sick. Right. And so I agree with you that this would be a great choice, but I'm never going to back down from Immortal Legacy. Immortal Legacy needs to come to PSVR 2. It needs another lease on life, needs another chance. And because that game is not done and the series is not done, and I want to see what Chapter 2 would bring us because that game was so much fun, uh, naysayers be damned. <laughs> That's a great, great choice, and I would definitely go back to it because um, I, I didn't get that far. But there were some great big open things, big enemies, and that to have that in the uh, on the PSVR two would be awesome. Uh, but talking about games that are actually coming to PSVR two, the uh, the greatest news story, uh, I, I would say the most the biggest news story of the day uh, outside of yep. Tim Ryan, like an actual gaming news, is a. Uh, is that we actually saw the first few seconds? Is it even more than two <laughs> seconds of Arizona Sunshine 2's gameplay? Uh, so let's head on over to Twitter to see this. Um, I I can't believe this is actually a news story, but this is this is what we're looking at here, you guys. Uh, somebody is kind of hiding in a bathroom and then poking out and then shooting a gun at zombies. My question is. What are they taking cover from, Miles? Are zombies wielding guns now? What I don't understand. This is the two seconds they gave us. Why are they taking cover inside a bathroom? Who's shooting at I them? Know. I don't know, Brian, but it definitely shows the immersion. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Just... Yeah. Um, where, where, where did it, where did this come from? I'm trying to get the tweet up in front of me now. Like, uh, did Vertigo Games just put it out? or it They was... did. Did I send you the link with the Renner Show notes? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I, for some reason, it's not opening for me uh, on my laptop at the moment. I, I did see it earlier, though, um, before the show. So I have seen it of the whole ducking out and killing out those two zombies. Yeah, it's from. Um, uh, I mean, look, it, it's it's uh, at Arizona Sunshine is the uh, is the okay. So account. yeah, so, okay. Um, they yeah, say. No, what, I mean, it, it, go ahead. Sorry. You, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just gonna say it. It, it looks cool um, from what I remember the the, the lighting. Um, but it's always hard with these clips, isn't it? Because it's just until you've got that headset on. It could be that, oh, it looks good, but kind of the depth perception feels a bit off or janky. Yeah. But it might be in there and you're like, wow, I really feel like I'm here. Um, <clears> so I'm, I'm really excited for this game. It, it's so funny that people keep mentioning this game in the same breath as Half-Life Alex 3. And it's, it seems, yeah, people who've played it or people who have whatever. It's, I think it's funny because it does seem, seem like these words are all coming from the same person uh, or the... I, I feel like Vertigo is trying to get that word out there, being like Arizona Sunshine Two is is it's almost on par with Half Life Alex. Pass it on, and and then somebody says it, and then somebody else says it, and somebody else says it. But it's I don't know what it is about this three or four second clip that makes me think, oh yeah, yeah, Half Life Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the way they peek. I mean, to be fair, I've just looked at the tweet now. I've got it working. I think the reason they peek around the corner is just because the caption is your very first peek at gameplay. So that's the only charitable explanation I can give. There's, you know, you're not having to cover fire from zombies unless they are going to start giving them uh, machine guns and stuff. Um, and that's and that's easy to do. Uh, obviously, in, in, in post-apocalyptia, and, and once the world is done and the, and the world has been taken over by zombies, uh, they're survivors and survivors are all out as we've seen with the last of us, yeah. which is very much a you know, take on the zombie genre. They're they're the pe the people are just as dangerous as the clickers. And so you got people yeah. wielding guns and suddenly you got yourself a cover shooter. Yeah. That's it. Um, 
I mean, Arizona Sunshine, the, the one thing that I'm really curious about and I think is going to determine my excitement for the game. I mean, I'm excited regardless, but like how excited I am is from the lessons of After the Fall, um, the, 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 the sort of the social aspect. Is it that you just connect with a friend or are they going to have like a progression system with you team up with other people? Um, if they build on what they've learned from doing Arizona Sunshine and After the Fall, I think this could be a really exciting uh, zombie game um, with, with those mechanics or, or, or the, the, the multiplayer functionality, if done well. Uh, Kill Artist won the Dreamweaver Game Cat right with a $2 tip. It's happy birthday, Brian. Thank you, Kill Artist. Much love. Um, Joey Bats 33 uh, responded to this tweet and said, Boviated rendering at launch on PSVR 2 or nah. Vertigo responded, yes, on PS5 and Quest. PC does not support it. The Quest support foveated rendering? Is it, or is that the new Quest? Or... Uh, fixed foveated rendering. Right. So, so as so this the, there is a question that remains here is it dynamic foveated mm -hmm. rendering is it is it combined with eye tracking to follow your eyes or is it just boom, the edge of, the edge of your lenses are just going to be blurry uh the right. the guess would be hey we did this right um but but yeah they didn't clarify that um because they say pc doesn't support it that's weird you could pc doesn't support fixed foveated rendering all right uh let's see who else wrote here uh, Kevin Bradley Games said, my most anticipated game right now, Arizona Sunshine, is the best first-person shooter I have played on PC so far. Great gameplay, proper levels. Kevin Bradley Grams, not games. What have you been smoking? The best first-person shooter you've played on PC? It... Okay, I'm just kidding. Kevin uh, Kevin Bradley Grams is a great dude. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Savage Gamer said, started replaying the first one on PSVR 1 on my PS5 with the AIM last night. One of my all-time faves. It did play better with the AIM controller, I'll say that. Um, Shen Miyazo said, ooh, pretty. Let's see, any other good comments here? Nope, there's not. Ooh, show more replies, that's going to be bad. <laughs> oh, uh, Bear Gaming said, the only thing I need to know is, can I punch a zombie? Vertigo responded, yes, but only for funsies. <laughs> Only for funsies, amazing. Love it, love it, and that's your and that's your Arizona Sunshine two minute for the day. Hopefully, we'll have. That's cool that they've been responding to stuff like that. It's, yeah, um, yeah. I'm just grabbing something quickly. I'm, I'm here. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go full screen on Miles here, so we can. What, what do you think's on that bookshelf? This is what I do when people walk away from their computer. I just stare at the background and try to see what's in their collection. There's a PS5 behind me. I've not touched it yet. Um, I haven't convinced us to get a PSVR yet, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, macho, macho, macho. The real estate procrastinating game cat with the five dollar tip says it needs to do everything survive and The Walking do Dead does, but look way better. I hope it has lots of crafting and survival elements and its state of decay in its state of decay two ish. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't think it needs to do that much. I mean, to well, I guess, I guess to validate these Half Life Alex claims it does, uh, but those are kind of those are kind of big claims too. Mm. Uh, they're, and they're still saying it's coming this year. Wow, dude, yeah. we're we're almost dude. in October, Miles. I know October already is stacked. Obviously, we're going to be talking about another story on this show. Then there's just November and December. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we probably should have been playing this trailer the whole time. Um, <laughs> did, I, I've, dude, it's been so long. So it, 
I mean, it hasn't even been that long, but I feel like we've we know so little about this game. Um, there's got to be a it's got to be a co-op campaign. Did they announce that there was? They, they had to have. That's what they haven't. I don't think they have announced it yet, and that's why I'm very curious. It's going to happen. It's, 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 it seems inevitable, um, but to what, how it works, um, I'm really curious to to see. Yeah, if so, it's going to have more of a structure of after the fall, where it's kind of like it's not you just jump into a cult with a friend and you do the level after level. It's kind of you jump in and out and you have a hub area. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm sold on that, um, but there are different ways of the game of doing it for longevity. I want a room code. Just a stand- I want a room code. Yeah, I and that's and that's what I've that's what I've been thinking about lately a lot. Miles is is how complicated it is just to get your friends in the game sometimes. But then, like with Agreed. walkabout, you say, "Hey, the room code is what GameCat or without parole or or, yep. or, or whatever, Brian." And, and and then within three seconds, everybody that you've invited is there. It's so that's easy. It. Motorcycles on my end, and. And and it and I think every game just needs to kind of utilize this system because going in and inv- inviting people manually into Firewall Ultra is silly. Just give them a room code. What's wrong with room codes? And and that and that's, that's what I pro- want. I, that's what I want for Arizona Sunshine too. I want drop in, drop out multiplayer so that you can if 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 you're gonna play all day, but one of your friends can only join you for like thirty minutes, they get to join in, fight alongside of you for thirty minutes. They drop out. You keep fighting alone till somebody else sees the room code and goes, oh, I'll, I'll I'll come and help you out." And they join in. And it's just this drop in, drop out thing. A fucking how 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 difficult is this? I I wonder why more people aren't doing that. I agree. I wish that as well. It's good for live streams when you want people to come on. And as elitist as this may sound, there's obviously a lot of game cats in the community that love to play with us and stuff like that. And when it comes to my PlayStation account, just because you get so many great game cats wanting to play along, um, I do try and keep it for just close friends and family. But I do want to play with game cats like a Sunday multiplayer. And the games I like most are where I can just put in the Discord, here's the code, let's go play Walkabout Golf and stuff like that. Because you have to add people um, because often due to privacy settings, you can't send invites. Um, you'll be like, have they have they received it? And then when you try and send them a message, it goes, this can't be sent because of their privacy settings. Um, <laughs> right. Which again, like privacy settings are important, but it needs to be an option. Um, I mean, usually with a lot of stuff, there's QR codes, aren't there? So you can sync stuff up. It'd be great if you just had a, a code that you could give to people just for quickness. Um, that should always be an option in my opinion. I agree. Anyway, coming out this year, it's, it's sort of this game that just keeps going under my radar because we haven't seen any gameplay or other than the three seconds from today. Uh, so right. it just kind of keeps fading out of existence for me. And you know, I, I do hope they give it as much time as it needs, though, because I do not want this game to come out. When Arizona Sunshine 1 launched, I was like, this is a mess. Like, it didn't feel good to play. Uh, but luckily, they patched it and patched it and patched it and it got better over time. Um I don't want that with this. I want this to be great at launch. And with with Vertigo being the publisher of Hellsweeper, I, I, I'm very curious to know, are they going to give the development team the time that they need? Uh, same with Seventh Guest. Same with... Uh, did they have another game coming? Was it just these two? Uh, I think it's these two. I think it was just those two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and then uh, I guess the big story from yesterday would be the Resident Evil story. And uh, over on the PlayStation blog, we got an article uh, confirming what we were, at least I, I don't want to speak for everybody on the Without Parole crew. This winter. This winter. Meets. 
what does this winter mean? Well, apparently it means the last week in December yeah. only, uh, and not the three months that begin 2024, uh, because it does, this state of play, the state of play, this blog post basically tells us that, uh, that Resident Evil 4 is coming out this year. Um, and so if you combine that with the last news story that we got saying that was coming this winter, um, I, I guess we know that it's coming late December. Do you think this is credible, Miles? I mean, yeah. Um, it makes me wonder what we might be seeing in February when um, Capcom start releasing sort of new games. In like that's that's normally when they do it around February, right? When they when they do their usual flat screen games. Is Capcom getting to a point now where okay, using this hybrid technology that we've shown with third person, first person, and um, what's the other one? The view they do they do first person, third person, and, oh, and just VR. Uh, which is kind of tied in, but because um, they're able to switch between those, um, it means they can now make the games at the same time. I thought you were about to they describe to... what second point, pers- second person perspective. Oh, meant. oh no, I've seen the video on it. Yeah. It is really amazing, <laughs> but uh, a mind fuck. Um, but yeah, so because they did the video, didn't they, for Village for the DLC, saying you can now play as a third person with Ethan, and oh, yeah. the the fact the RE engine gives them that flexibility means we could be getting to a point where they're like, you know what? When the game, when new games come out, we launch it. There's, it's for VR players and it's for flat screen. Make a bigger splash because it's also good for VR. Because otherwise, it's always like you know you can wait, but it's also like I'll play it and then I'll play it again when it's on VR. If it comes out at launch, it's going to have more people going. Shit, VR is like I can play in VR or on flat screen. Like at launch, yeah, VR looks way better. Um, so I, I think that could be what we start to see. If Sony keeps tossing 10 million at him every single time it happens, then I think it's probably worth their while. Yeah, no, for sure. But I mean, this, this, this is excellent news. Um, the fact is, I, I, you know, like most people thought, yeah, they're just giving themselves wiggle room. It's going to be in the new year. The fact that PSVR 2 came out this year, so did Resident Evil Village, and now we're getting RE4. When RE4 did look a bit nimble on the promo stuff of like, here's RE4 and PSVR 2 is in development, which could normally mean, oh, that's God, that's so far down the, la- uh, the line. But here we are. Uh, should we read? Let's read through this real quick just to make sure that we don't miss any of the uh, the important notes because I have not read through this. Somebody told me, oh my God, they said it's coming out this year. And I looked and I've scanned, scanned, scanned. There it is coming out this year. I was like, crazy. That's amazing. Um, it's funny too because, you know, some people gave us shit saying, no, no, this winter means. This winter, right. that means this year. Otherwise, they would have said next right. year, and uh, which which hasn't been true in the past. We we've actually heard this winter before, and then it comes out in January, February, March, whatever. Like this, that that's why because we've been burned by this statement before, and I, and I was confident last time. This winter means no, no, no. They would say next year if they meant next year. They mean this winter, this year, and uh, and then and my favorite comment uh, after this news story broke, somebody said. Oh, you guys are just reading too much into this. They said they, they they said this year, but they don't mean it. That that's obviously just a slip of the tongue. And I was like, we can't win then. <laughs> There's no winning yeah. if we say it's coming this year. People are going to say you're wrong. If we say it's coming next year, people are going to say we're wrong. And so, guys, the game's coming out whenever the fuck it wants to come out. This is by Sachi Kobari from the PlayStation Blog Japan, um, taking over Sony one <laughs> one division at a time. Uh, yeah. Dude, I think I hope PlayStation Japan just takes over everything. Resident Evil 4 VR mode invites players to dive into the world of Resident Evil 4 and directly step into Leon's shoes to take on 
grueling survival missions in the Ultimate Immersive Experience, offered as free DLC for the PlayStation 5 version of the game and releasing this winter. <laughs> this will allow you to experience Leon's full story campaign in VR. So I, there was some confusion on Twitter. Uh, this has been clarified already. But just as a reminder, it is indeed the full campaign. It is just like Village. It doesn't seem like any of the DLC will be playable in VR. Uh, just the campaign. And if it's anything like Village, then, uh, sorry, more sirens on my end, then uh, it, it, it may not have trophies. And since you don't have like mercenaries mode or whatever to unlock everything else, it may have some of its own bonus things included in its own campaign. Just a heads up. But at least it is the full campaign. That's what we care about the most. At last week's Tokyo Game Show, we sipped, we slipped on a PSVR2 headset, donned our sense controllers, and plunged into the heart of survival horror. The demo kicked off at the game's beginning, where the players first take control of Leon. Although we've played this section many times before, in the regular non-VR mode, the first-person view adds the intensity of those early minutes, evoking more dread as we look around our forest surroundings, the oppressive darkness so vivid on the PSVR 2 headset's 4K HDR display. We're hesitant to take our first steps or investigate the cow carcass on the road. So realistic do they look. Now, Miles, I was just complaining about the Mura in the v uh, some of the early stages of Paper Beast. Uh, with a game as dark as this, uh, should we be concerned? Do you think there's going to be a problem? Or it's just like, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is, but I also think, was there much of an issue with Village? No, no. Village had a lot no. of dark moments. Uh, yeah, but it, in but I I I don't remember there ever being an issue with Mara personally. Yeah. I was terrified in that tutorial garage you go into at the start, like just the darkness, and it is the darkness. You look, the door opens, and you're looking in there, and it's like, Jesus Christ, I got to go in there. Like the the way they do darkness is gripping uh so i have no qualms whatsoever if there was mirror there it, it didn't bother me <laughs> you're too busy focusing on uh just making it through the next door i i, I remember that exactly. same feeling too i was because they bring you into the garage and then there's a car that you have to like walk past or something and i was like what's on the other side of this what are they gonna do like in they didn't do anything thankfully um, that was it. I wasn't prepared to for, for shit to get too scary too fast, yeah. I guess. Uh, the PlayStation VR 2 Sense controllers is a major highlight for VR mode. The controllers allow the players to wield and control Leon's iconic knife in various arsenals by actually swinging their hands around. You can equip the knife by placing either of your hands close to the left side of your chest and pressing the controller's L1 or R1 button so you can grab it from either hand, grabbing it off your chest. Yeah. Then you can deliver an attack by swinging the hand holding the knife. If you press the controller's L2 or R2 button while holding it, the trigger, you can switch to a reverse grip. So stab, nice. stab, stab. That's uh, going to be so good. <laughs> you, can, you can do that in Village, could you? Dude. It was always that. It was always stabbing like that. You never got to see the overarching, as, as far as I remember. Is that true? I love it. I don't. I don't even remember. How bad is that? I, I, I don't remember either. I'm guessing that you couldn't do that in. Oh, somebody, don't worry. Don't somebody know. in the chat will let us know. I'm sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. While we wait for them to correct us, oh, JL says yes, you can. They said no, you can oh, switch you can. in village. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> makes me feel a little bit better because I thought you could, but I I don't trust my memory as far as I can throw it. And I don't think you can throw memories. Mm -hmm. By timing your knife swing to certain enemy attacks, you can execute a parry, 
uh, because the size of the enemies you face in VR are so realistic and overwhelming, parrying head-on with a knife feels like an impossible task at the beginning. But you overcome your fear and take on the challenge. You'll find the move to be a you'll find the move to be surprisingly easy to pull off. Once an enemy becomes disoriented, you can follow up the melee attack. Follow up with a melee attack by pressing the X button. It's fun how a predicament can be instantly turned to your advantage. If you pay attention to the enemy's attacks and make sure that you match your knife's tra trajectory to that attack, it's easier, more sirens, it's easier to execute a successful parry. Once you get the hang of it, the maneuver becomes quite addicting. Um, now, parrying is not something you could do with your knife in Village. And if it was, then it I great. never did it. <laughs> No, and it looks great in the in the, in the trailers. The parrying, you get that real sense of like tension of it. So I can't wait to experience that. Alkanoth in the chest says, "I'm happy you can finally throw the knife and deal damage." Fine, <laughs> but but you could throw the knife in village. So there's at least that we remember that at least. Yeah. So I guess you can't you can't throw it in um in the flat screen mode. I'm guessing that's what Alkanoth is uh, referring to. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> handguns are equipped on the right side of the player's waist and can be held by bringing either hand close to the waist and pressing the L1 or R1 button. You can fire the handgun by aiming with the controller and pressing L2 or R2. To reload, you'll first need to eject the magazine by pressing the circle or triangle button. Next, by using your hand that's not holding the gun, you can pull out a spare magazine from your left hip and insert the magazine by moving it close to the handgun. Then with the same hand, you can grasp, grasp the side slide on top of the handgun and cock it to complete the reload nothing new this is these there's nothing new here right from village this is a complete manual reload just like we did last time i i don't know if that's true or not i, I was like was is did, did we do all of those steps last time i'm fairly certain we right. did man I, yeah my brain is just fried um but this this dude this makes this makes me so happy i really have to say because even though Resident Evil Village was a game that was obviously designed for the flat screen uh, or came out for the flat screen first, it, it still feels like some of the best weapon handling and reloads we have in VR yet, uh, and, and yep. along with the haptics as well. They Capcom absolutely nailed this aspect of the game. So the fact that they're just repeating everything here for Resident Evil 4 and reiterating it for people who haven't played Village yet, I think is really important. Yeah, no, I agree. Um. It's a reloading method that will be familiar to players of Resident Evil Village VR mode on PS5. What was once a cool preset animation on the flat screen brings additional tension with an extra dimension to combat encounters. Learning to perfect your ammo grab and execute a reload flawlessly is a unique aspect to VR that's worth experiencing. As the TGS demo previewed the game's opening sections only, enemy attacks weren't too daunting, but the fresh experience of tackling familiar haunts in a new way meant I'm already excited to see how later scenarios feel in play. Resident Evil 4 VR mode may be the perfect way to revisit the remade classic when it launches later this year. <laughs> that was dramatic, wasn't it? That's awesome, though. Good way to end. Good way to get people to read the full article. They said this year. Where? Just keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, just looking in the chat here. I just want to make sure. <clears throat> Jan Clausen says the kick will be crazy. Yeah, I see how it, pu it pulls. In I don't know if you guys saw that in the uh, <clears throat> in in the recent videos that have been out. Uh, but the camera pulls back and shows Leon in third person doing the roundhouse kick. Uh, so hopefully the suplex will also be there. Um, 
And I, and I really hope there's an option to just stay in VR mode or stay in first person uh, as the roundhouse kick goes down. I mean, like, I don't care if the yeah. camera swings around, man, that'd be intense. I'd be down to see my leg kick, kick out and just see it happen from Leon's perspective. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Um, um, super cool video bro in the chat with the $2 tip says galaxy's edge thumbs down suggestion. You write about the haptics though. Oh, you didn't like tales from the galaxy's edge. Uh, I love that. I love it too. I, I the, and the haptics, I think went a long way. The, the, the shooting, the, uh, the drill. The, yeah. Yeah. The multi-tool felt great every time you used it. Yeah. I, I was I was a big fan. I, I was not a big fan of some of the side story stuff. the the light The lightsaber things should have been way more fun, but it felt like they just kind of jammed the lightsaber segment in there just so they can say, "Hey, our Star Wars game has a lightsaber segment." But it, it wasn't all that much fun. Like, why is it all training? Mm. Why isn't it like just right. beating the shit out of people? That'd be great. Yeah. But, Time to play VR. Just said in the chat, twenty three pounds off RE four now in the store. So there are discounts on the PlayStation Store. So um, yeah, um, I'll need to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say it's time to pick it up, man. Like this is knowing that the game is coming out uh, within the next three months, and on top of that, uh, I mean, do we really think it's going to have a better sale between now and then? If it does, like, how much of a better sale is it really going to be? I I don't know. So. Uh, I don't. I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be too much of a risk to pick it up. All right. Hey, uh, listen. So frequently, before we begin the show, Miles and I, or Wes and I, or AJ and I say, "Let's make it a short one," because we either have other things going on, sirens on my end, or we're just tired. It's been a long day. Whatever. Uh, and before the show today, Miles and I said, "Let's make it a short one." Because not only did he have to switch with Wes, but like, but 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 I'm exhausted, and he's, and you've got some allergies stuff going on. You've been beaten up all day, haven't you? Yeah, I'm not feeling great, um, and I've done. I did my live show earlier anyway, so uh, oh, nice. yeah, me and my yeah. Well so done. I did that. Um, and, and, and yeah, if anyone wants to see like what I've been up to here in Alabama, uh, my Miles died live show went, and I had uh, my friend Amal, who I'm staying with. Uh, she joined me for a quiz on Alabama, the true or false quiz I did. Really a bit about it. Um, I think she learned a bit about it. To be fair, um, it was it was good fun. Um, but yeah, I'm having a having a really good time here. So yeah, obviously want to make the most of my last full day tomorrow. Going to get a lot of rest tonight and then hit the ground hard tomorrow. Um, but with that said, Brian, um, there has been a statement from Sony from Jim Ryan uh, from the press room, um, which I am trying to find now. Uh, oh, here's the comment from Jim Ryan. He says. After 30 years, I've made the decision to retire from SIE in March 2024. I've relished the opportunity to have a job I love in a very special company, working with great people and incredible partners. But I found it increasingly difficult to reconcile living in Europe and working in North America. And I'll get to this in a minute because it's actually quite a short statement. Uh, I will leave having been privileged to work on products that have touched millions of lives across the world. PlayStation will always be a part of my life, and I feel more optimistic than ever about the future of SIE. I want to thank Yoshida-san for placing so much trust in me and being an incredibly sensitive and supportive leader. Um, and that's the statement from him. Um, there's a few other things that people can read. Um, it's on the Sony Interactive website, um, but um, I'm sure Brian will tweet it out as well uh, after the show. Um, but um, Who knows but, what yeah, I'll do, Miles? About... Who knows? Anything could happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> but the thing he says, I, I found it increasingly difficult. I was like, shit, what's he going to say? To reconcile living in Europe and working in North America. I have huge empathy for that, man. Like, um, that's what always confused me was that the main offices and that are in London. And if you're working with California, that is eight hours before and the East Coast, which is five hours. That's not easy. That's not easy. Um, and just to give you a sense, like if I lived in Alabama working my current job, which is remote, I work, you know, nine till five, or I can do 10 till six. You know, you think, oh, okay, six hours difference, you can make that work. No, that's working, you know, four in the morning uh, until midday uh, every day. Uh, to, and, you know, that's assuming you're going to start and stop at the exact right time. You know, you need to be available. So as a CEO of a company, I'm sure that does take its toll, uh, and especially with the global challenges that come with Sony. So, uh, yeah, um, there might be other things at play, but I, I thought it was interesting that you mentioned that. Um, yeah, I swear I'm here. I swear, That's right. I'm totally here. <laughs> um, there we are. Uh, Secrets of in the chat says, uh, uh, Brian, did you get a chance to watch No One Will Save You? Uh, you guys know that I love horror movies, and I've been really ramping up for uh, for for Halloween for October. Hopefully, there's going to be a bunch of horror movies coming out in October. Uh, but I, I've been doing my best to actually watch whatever I can. Uh, the Boogeyman was actually really good for the first half, maybe. I think the first half. Uh, and then it kind of like, it, it, it kind of falls apart in the last last half. But it was really good. Good Cobweb was terrible. Don't even bother watching Cobweb. Skinnamarink, god awful. Absolutely the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> there's people out there who love it. It's crazy. The new Saw movie's out tomorrow, so it'll probably be screening tonight. Saw X, and it's and as as much as I'm like, yeah, I'm sick of Saw. I was a fan of the originals, and this one does take place between the original Saw and Saw Two with oh. Amanda. Can't think, um, and it does, and it has Tobin Bell in it that makes Saw. So um, I don't know. It might be one that I do give a try. Well, <clears throat> I, I stopped. I stopped watching the Saw movies quite a while ago because uh, they just they just stopped being fun to me. It used to be this annual tradition right. uh, that we'd go see yeah. every single new one in the theater every single time, and and eventually so, it's like, man, the story's terrible. The traps were always cool, but man, it's just like yeah. like how you know, this one's going to gross you out. No, this one's going to gross you out. Eventually, it just get old. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe if they're kind of going back and, and and getting back to the the earlier parts of the story, then I'll, I'll be interested. Um. No. But I, w I will say uh, two movies. One, Talk to Me, the new A24 movie, I actually thought was really good. Uh, it's not super scary, but it's unsettling. There are moments where I turned away from the screen because I was like, I can't believe they're showing this right now. <laughs> I, it, was, it was like, oh, 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 you look back, they're still showing it. Like, how are you, what are you doing? Like, that's ridiculous. Right. Uh, which I love. I love that kind of stuff. And A24 never like, you know, pulls back like Midsummer and, and Hereditary. Both had, I believe, had scenes where it was just like, oh my God. I, I, um, and then, uh, and, and, and it feels like a early 90s, late 80s movie where it just sets something up at the beginning. It just kind of like bizarre concept. And they say, hey, get on board with this because in our movie, this is a real thing. And you're just going to have to get on board and be down with it for the rest of the fucking 90 minutes. And and the fact that they just did that and kind of said threw caution to the wind and said, "Fucking get on board. This is this is this is what our movie's about." I loved, and it just showed like sort of respect for the audience and also respect for their own creative vision to not have to, you know, make it seem more real. It it, mm -hmm. it was just very cool. It felt refreshing to me, is what it felt. Um, so highly recommend. But back to secrets of, no one will save you. This movie's exhausting, absolutely exhausting. 
It's an alien. It's a, it's a movie about aliens. And, uh, and unlike most horror movies that kind of like have these ebbs and flows where it gets scary and then they give you a break, you know, daytime comes around and nothing's happening. And then it's nighttime and shit's hitting the wall and like people are getting thrown and stuff. This this is all people are getting thrown from the beginning of the movie until the end of the movie. Once once the action starts like 10 minutes in, it just doesn't stop. And, and so I had to stop halfway through because I was like, dude, I'm this is intense. I, I, I'm not going to be able to go to bed after this. Like I, I like I couldn't I couldn't relax at any point. Like I like horror movies because they give you that chance to relax and then get scared again, relax, yeah. get scared again. And this is just like nonstop. It's like, bam, 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 bam. Right. Like it's, it's a lot. And so I'll get back to it. Uh, and, but I love what they, I love what they did with it because it, they kind of threw the traditional horror trope out the window and said, we've got our own idea here. We're going to run with it. And, and I think it's very cool that they took a different approach to a horror movie. That's cool. Just quickly for me, I watched two nights ago with my friend Amal. Um, she recommended, she hadn't seen it, but she'd heard it good things. It was a um, New Zealand horror movie, but like comedy horror called Deathgasm. Um, and it was actually, it was a good time. Uh, it's about um, school kids that are into metal, they're outcasts, and they discover, I think, some manuscript that when they play music in a certain way, it opens a portal to hell. And when it does, it's pretty gory, uh, but it's like kind of fun. And it, it reminded me of uh, Peter Jackson. I think his first ever directing debut was in New Zealand, and it was Brain Dead, uh, which was a, a good horror, classic horror movie um, that is definitely worth checking out. Um, but yeah, amazing, nice. I do. I, I hope we have more horror movie recommendations as as we get closer into October and as we get through October, uh, because <clears throat> I just need more. I just need more. We've got point. We've actually got enough horror games coming to VR this year. That's awesome. I'm super excited for that. Now we just need some more movies to come out. Um, very excited. Uh, real quick, we're going to do one more tip, and then we're going to do some 20 questions, and we're going to get out of here. Leo AI with the 20 second rose says, Jim Ryan is leaving as CEO in March. I'm so happy. Uh, we, talked, we talked a lot about that today. I will say, I feel like I've floated one half of a theory. And I think the other half is sort of the thing I've been saying for the last couple of years is that one person does not control everything that happens at Sony. There's a board of directors, there's investors, there's all sorts of things that happen. Yeah. And so I do think that people will be shocked that when somebody new takes on the role of CEO, there's not going to be a lot of visible changes, especially at first. It's going to take a while and, and, and maybe we'll see changes right away, but I, but I don't think we will. I hope we do. But, but I just think there's too many moving cogs uh, in a in a multi-billion dollar corporation like Sony, like PlayStation, for one person to admit, ever make a difference, no matter how high up of a position that they have. So we blame a lot of stuff on Jim Ryan, but how much of it is actually his fault? And I think the answer is probably very little. That's, that's, that's kind of like my final word on this. Any final thoughts on this, Miles, before we do 20 questions? Yeah, I'll just uh, read a tweet that comes from Brian Altana, who uh, just posted this, which I think is brilliant. He says, Jim Ryan's presidency at PlayStation could have lasted longer, but unfortunately it was powered by the same battery they use in the DualSense controllers. <laughs> I love, love it. Love it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's funny because I've been playing a lot of PlayStation 3 lately, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 on my PlayStation 3 with a DualSense, uh, DualShock 3, I mean. And uh, this, those things last forever, <laughs> like right. forever. I I, mm -hmm. I I swear I played for like eight hours and like the battery's still like two bars. I'm like, shouldn't this been wow. shouldn't this have been dead twice by now? It's crazy. Right. 
Yeah. All right, man. Do you have a game picked out for 20 questions? I have a game, and I've got to shoot in four minutes. So uh, let, you'll, get, you'll, get, you'll get it quick. Okay. By the way, it's not, it's not a hard cut off. I leave when I leave, but... Okay. Uh, am I a new timer? Okay, help me out in the chat, guys. I'm going to yeah. need it. On your mark, get Des. Go. Uh, is this game on PlayStation 2? I mean, it's it PlayStation is. VR 2. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Is it also on uh, PlayStation? Uh, yeah. Also on PlayStation VR 1? No. Okay, PSVR 2 only. Was it a launch title? Oh, oh wait, actually. Um, Don't AJ this. Yeah. Um, no, it's out on PSVR 1. A PSVR 1 and 2, and you didn't know yeah. this. That's very interesting. No. Um, uh, what was my other question? What was my next question? Oh. Okay, so that's one question. No, it's two questions. Does this have multiplayer? No. No multiplayer. Okay. That's three. Uh, oh, was it a was it a PSVR two launch title? No. Four. Okay, so PSVR <laughs> two upgrade didn't come at launch. Did we talk about it on today's show? No. Five. It's not Paper Beast, you guys. No. Six. I'm joking. <laughs> um, it's not out. It's not out yet, Tatum. Bad Dreams is not out on PSVR 2 yet. Uh, is this game... Could this fall into the horror category? Zombies, anything. Horror category. No. No, no horror six. whatsoever, you guys. Okay, that eliminates a lot. <clears throat> Uh, is this played from a third person perspective by any chance? Mm. Seven. Okay. Would this game fall in our top 25 list? No, eight. Wow. So he said it really fast, guys. It might be kind of bad. Um, was the last worker on PSVR one as well? Do you work in Do you work in a a, a, a shipping department? No, a, no, no, okay, no, not not last worker. Just wanted to get that out there because Looper always knows. Uh, did this game have any sequels or prequels? No, ten. Not Cave Digger, you guys. Uh, do you shoot guns in this game? No, eleven. Is it a sports game? No. Well, is it called an open world game, whether it is or not? Is it called one? It is called an open world game, Brian. Uh, can you ride a bicycle in this game? You can ride a bicycle in this game, Brian. 14. By any chance, is this down and out? It's down and out, Brian. And as I always started going through this, I remember on the last show I was on, that was your game that you selected <laughs> because I got confused. I got thrown by that. It's on PSVR one as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's nice. what I said. I'm rushing to get out. So thank you guys in the chat, down and out. Tatum and everyone else who suggested <laughs> it. Time, I, I, yeah. Tatum might be the first one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, he, he's got to get out of here. Let's let him go, guys. Thank you so much, uh, everybody who supports the channel. Everybody who, uh, everybody who helps out. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, Jay Meow, who no longer does it, but Rypop does. Uh, all the moderators, everybody who supports the channel financially, Patreon here as members, uh, everyone who tips during the show, uh, everyone who participates in the chat keeps us entertained as we try to keep you entertained, and everyone who sits back and watches the show and doesn't say a goddamn word we know you're out there and we love you just as much happy wednesday miles
happy Wednesday and happy birthday, Brian. Have a great week, everybody. Uh, and I will see you uh, maybe at the GameCat meetup. Peace. And also the following Friday. I'm gonna have to change the thumbnail. We have to change it to Jim Ryan oh. retires. You just, just, just put him on top of the zombie. There we go. <laughs> just <laughs> put a big red Amazing. arrow pointing to his face. They're like you'll never believe who's retiring from Sony, and just point an arrow at Jim Ryan. Like, there we go. Okay, <laughs> that's the way you do YouTube thumbnails, Brian. Uh, real, real quick, I just want to make sure these guys get a shout out uh, while we're still on here. Uh, Drats Ebb with the level one membership said, "Dead alive, I kick arse for the Lord." Wait, did you say dead alive? Dead or is he, alive. Or he's just dead oh, alive. he's just quoting dead alive. Period. Okay. Okay. Dead, that was great. I fucking love dead alive. Um, the gamer formerly known as Game Cat. Look, this is terrible, man. I apologize. Uh, the gamer formerly <laughs> known as Get in My Belly. LOL. M. Wilkins. I'm terrible at this. Twenty dollar tip says, "Happy birthday, Brian. Love you guys, cats, and the show as always." One of these days, I'll pronounce your new name right. I was so apologize. Good night, everybody. We'll see you on Friday.